Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, February 13th, 5.41 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures down one at 6.79 and a half. March soybeans up two and three quarters at 15.45 and a quarter. March Chicago wheat down five and three quarters at 7.80 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat down eight and three quarters at $9 and a quarter. March spring wheat down seven and a quarter at 9.23. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, guys. We're getting real close to 8,000 subscribers. I think we could probably do it this month. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today guys i send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day morning email goes out about 5 30 a.m central in that email you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of charts graphics weather information all of my grain marketing recommendations there's a new premium or subscriber only video every single business day on friday i was joined by my friend shay folk from egg solutions we talked about discipline in grain marketing a lot of this stuff is real world grain marketing conversation guys Um, A lot of uh, great stuff, great guests, uh, a lot of content that uh, is relevant to you guys if you're a farmer. Uh, The vast majority of the subscriber base uh, are farmers here in the United States. Uh, Sign up today, 50 bucks a month. Cancel at any time. Uh, No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. The U.S. has sanctioned six Chinese firms connected to the spy balloon. Uh, the companies have been added to an export blacklist because of links to what the U.S. says is a military-backed espionage program. China now says that U.S. balloons flew over Chinese airspace more than 10 times since the beginning of 22. So they're saying that we're doing the same thing that they are doing uh, in regard to these balloons. A Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson said this. It is nothing rare for U.S. balloons to illegally enter other countries' airspace. The U.S. needs to reflect upon itself and change its wrong practice. We reserve the right to take necessary means to deal with relevant incidences. Uh, In unrelated or maybe related news, the U.S. has not ruled out alien or extraterrestrial origin in regard to three UFOs that were shot down or sighted over the weekend. And China is reportedly ready to shoot down a similar UFO over its airspace this morning. So uh, are these aliens, do they buy corn and soybeans? Um, I'm not sure, but uh, this is like being brushed under the rug as, as not, you know, it's, it's not a big story. You pull up the headlines this morning. It's Chiefs win the Super Bowl. It's not uh, aliens enter U.S. airspace. But in any case, uh, that news is floating out there. The United States wants China to continue efforts to meet its phase one trade deal commitments. Uh, Doug McCallop is the new chief ag negotiator at the U.S. Trade Reps office. He was confirmed uh, back in late December. He told Reuters last week that he wants China to strive to meet its trade deal promises, but also that he is pushing to diversify exports beyond China. He said this, I think for the American farmer, it's important to have a diverse set of buyers out there. We need to develop additional markets. A Census Data Bureau census data uh, published last week revealed that China actually imported a record amount of U.S. ag and related products last year. $41 billion almost, which was up 14% from the prior record in 2021. As it relates to those original trade deal targets, 2022 would have been the first year that the target was actually met. Data from the Peterson Institute of International Economics indicates that China fulfilled only 77% of the ag purchase targets in 2020 and 2021 combined. So most of the um, 
the, the reason that China was able to hit the target last year was because of high commodity prices in all likelihood, given that this deal was benchmarked. It was benchmarked in dollars and not in um, amounts or quantities. Russia plans to cut oil production by 5% in March. This was a big story last week. I think the oil market rallied on Friday because of this. Putin plans to make good on his threat to retaliate against Western sanctions. Uh, oil prices rallied on the move late last week. They're down this morning. The gains were kind of muted late in the day on Friday. Analysts and Western officials said last week that the cuts were probably not large enough to really have much of an impact on oil supplies. So oil did gain $1.66 uh, per barrel in the March WTI on Friday, but it's down this morning. Russia, again, was critical of the grain deal last week, uh, said that Moscow had not been able to export grain under the deal due to Western obstacles. Uh, Russia's exporting grain. They're exporting a lot of wheat. I don't know exactly what they're complaining about here, but um, that was in the headlines and I think may have had something to do with the strength in the wheat market in particular uh, late last week. Brazilian soybean harvest remains slow. Two private groups out of Brazil posted harvest estimates on Friday. One group's got the uh, uh, soybean harvest at 15% complete versus 26 last year. Another group says they're 17 versus 30 last year. So in any case, they're behind. Key corn and soybean growing areas in Brazil saw anywhere from an inch to three inches of rain over the weekend. They've got more in the forecast. There's actually some rain on the radar here again this morning. So Brazil is still wet and the forecast is wet um, over the next 10 days, uh, looking at either weather model, um, another two or three inches of rain for a lot of key corn and soybean growing areas. So this delay story, uh, harvest delays as it relates to beans, planting delays perhaps as it relates to that second corn crop is something that we may hear more about here over the next week or two. The government will release some more inflation data this week. We've got CPI out tomorrow and then PPI out on Thursday. Uh, we should see lower numbers again. Trader, traders estimate that CPI rose at an annualized rate of 6.2% in January, which would be down from 65 in December. That would be the lowest annualized monthly print since October of 2021, if confirmed on the consumer side. PPI is estimated to have risen at an annualized rate of only 5.4% in January, which would be down from 6.2 in December. PPI peaked at almost 12% in March of last year. Uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell acknowledged the presence of disinflation in the U.S. economy during his post-meeting speech a couple of weeks ago. U.S. interest rate markets uh, now indicate a 90% chance of a quarter-point Fed uh, rate hike on March 22nd. The CFTC has not issued a commitment of traders report in two weeks. They uh, released an updated statement on their website on Friday indicating that a cyber-related incident at a third-party vendor was responsible for the continued delays. Um, they had a, a statement here, but again, we don't know when the data is going to come out. I would imagine that the alien invasion has something to do with this. Uh, cattle market was mixed on Friday. Live cattle a little bit higher, feeders a little bit lower. Cash cattle mostly 157 to 159. Uh, U.S. dollars about flat this morning. Stocks are mixed bonds are mixed gold's down nine bucks crude oil is down 33 cents in the march wti at 79.39 have a great week guys i'll talk to you tuesday